Master Skywalker, there are too many. Swear words. What are we going to do? <laughs> Terrific. This show contains some adult language and may not be suitable for younglings. Hello there. He's no good to me dead. We're fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? I think you'll fill in nicely. This is where the fun begins. Hello. And thank you for joining us for news, reviews, and interviews from your favorite galaxy far, far away. Hey, my name's Pat, but don't call me Padawan, Collins. And hello there, it's the mayor of Alderaan, Andy Hanlon. This is Ryan, Sith of Ed, Goldfish in my mouth, Sherman has. <laughs> Sith in my mouth, Sherman has. Well, that sounds too kinky, but hey yo. For that. Yeah, you guys, you guys got your munchies. We're doing a lunchtime recording. We got uh, some goldfish on the go. We got a charcuterie board on the go. It's uh, <laughs> it's 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 good times over in Alderaan here, baby. If I tell the folks what type of summer sausage I was eating, will we get? Uh, we're going to give a certain company free publicity, and then they'll fund our podcast. Maybe I don't know. I I, I don't even Noah recognize it. You told, you said it to me, and I didn't recognize it. So. I don't even think the people who have run Noah Martins have cable. Noah Martins? Noah Martins. Okay. Well, there you go. Noah Martins, free shout out. There you go. Do they, do they have like is, is Noah Martin like a real dude or is it just like an extended, really old, like Mennonite family or something? Yeah, like Probably. the Quaker Oats guy? Is it Noah or Genoa? Noah. Genoa. Genoa Martin. <laughs> Genoa Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's short for Genoa. Absolutely. Oh, what a missed marketing opportunity. <laughs> uh, that's Mr. Sausage to you. Uh, anywho, speaking of washing bad tastes out of your Wait, mouth, uh, <laughs> I don't think David was just like someone to grab it. You know, this reminds me of Noah Martin on <laughs> 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 this big thing of salami. Uh, it's salty and large. Anyways, anyways, on that sexy note, uh, let's just let's just gloss over it real quick. The Bad Batch. <laughs> it's may, maybe this is going to be one of those cult shows that like kids grow up and, and love like the younger audience that they're obviously trying to market to which we'll say we'll, we'll segue this into another little mini news story right after i'm done yakking about this but like they're they just want summer vacation i didn't even bother to look at the name of the episode for talking about it right now but they went on holiday they had a fun fun summer they met fat they met fat mace windu met, met fat mace um mm-hmm. he looked like a creative player it looked like you were trying to make mace windu in a video game and fucked up and made him too tall and fat and you're like oh whatever <laughs> just keep I got, it i got i got the face right yeah exactly but anywho they uh yeah i i i could it was so hard to pay attention i don't know i i fast forwarded through it i was just like okay you know is this going to connect to anything else or is it literally just them on the island the entire time and i'm just like fast forward fast forward stop for a second yep they gotta help rescue the people fast forward fa- yep they made it out okay <laughs> done i've just watched I've just read the last three episode descriptions before you hit play on Disney Plus and decided not to watch it. <laughs> you saved. You should. Did, did you watch one last week though with uh, yeah. with Cross? What? That was a good one. You should watch that yeah, one. I will say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Crosshair episodes alone, you could just like just watch those this season so far. Those have been okay. the good ones. Totally. If you see, I Crosshair- am going to watch the final day, the final Wednesday it comes out because that will have two episodes, and I feel like something decent that will contribute to the actual canon storyline will happen because it's a finale but okay i will watch the crosshair episode good good yeah if you see crosshair under the description then yeah you can 
Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I know where it's leading. I think, or I hope. Like yeah. the ep- the the last time they had a double release with the whole Coruscant Palpatine in the uh, that was good. That was great. Like they actually kind of show like his his reason or his his the excuse he needed to end the clone army and start the stormtroopers. Like, I mean, stuff like that is good. It's just some of the other stuff just god awful. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of filler. Well, know. that's the thing. I think we talked about we we're kind of excited initially, like, oh, more episodes of Bad Batch this season. But then it just turns out they're just like more episodes yeah. to just fuck you. I just was like, never just excited like, about more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little excited. I, I think, though, the difference is when I watched the first season, it was summer. There was nothing else on. It was just mm-hmm. something I threw on on my lunch break. And then this season is like competing with Mando you know, midweek, there's a lot of good shows on right now. It's just, well, you're just coming out of Obi-Wan and Andor and you're riding kind of like, especially Andor, right? You're like, you're riding that mm-hmm. high of Andor and then bad batch comes out and then you kind of like, you're in the same timeline. It's like, okay, this will be really good. And then I think the first few episodes were actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And then you have that Coruscant stuff with the, again, the emperor and the, and the clones and the stormtroopers. And it's like, okay. And then, yeah. I I guess nothing's really happened compared to first season. Like first season was at least interesting because it was new. It's like, you know, what do these clones do after? Because we haven't really seen that, right? Like what happens after, you know, the Empire starts? That was interesting. But this one, it's kind of like nothing. You could skip the season and not that much has changed. Omega's still there. They're still doing odd jobs. Still working for Sid, kind of. There's like a few little things, the crosshair that kind of move the needle a bit more forward. But for the most part, you can, nothing's really changed so far. We're like almost done the first, the second season. Like where, where are they compared to where they were the first season? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's going to be a long road. It's, it's a little bit too hyper-focused on the Bad Batch itself. And I know it's called the Bad Batch and that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this little, like you're just following this gang of rapscallions and. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, all right. It is a bad, bad batch. It's a, um, it is a bad batch. <laughs> uh, but like, and, and I know like interesting stuff doesn't happen to people on a day to day to day to day to basis. But that's not why people watch TV. That's uh, like, yeah, no, we can that, maybe, that can happen maybe, in between the episodes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We'll just bring uh, Mandalorian and uh, uh, animated Mandalorian in to save the season. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole go. episode of Baby Mando. <laughs> oh God. I, <laughs> Speaking of baby Mando, Mando in I, high school, I'm ready to put this this discussion of Bad Batch behind us. There, there was nothing progressive but towards it, but Disney did something. Then they bumped up a show by a week. Only this is like a very obviously pitched toddler show called Star Wars. Um, uh, oh shit! What is it called? Uh, Young Jedi Adventures, I think it is. Yeah. Toddlers, oh shit. Oh shit, Toddlers, Star Wars. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit, Star Wars Toddlers. Um, the potty training. Yeah, exactly. So it's a New Republic era show. Um, obviously, they're trying to groom the next generation of Star Wars fans with this. It's called Young Jedi Adventures. And it's a very obvious, like, Muppet Babies-esque cartoon for the High Republic era. It's got Yoda in it. Or it's like, new... Or is sorry, it canon? The, uh, is it canon? I can only, I'll only watch if it's canon. It is canon. It is canon, but I think it's going to be is like it really. Someone stole my apple juice, and they like <laughs> it, it looks like that kind of era, like that kind of like audience. I wonder if it'll become be. like a like a cult like um, stoner show. <laughs> oh, I like <laughs> that. Just have a fucking cookie and a couple of gummies and go ride on the High Republic Express. Watch some Star Wars babies. Yeah, High Republic is right. Is your, 
<laughs> uh, it's a weed joke. It's a weed hey, wait, joke. Hey, guess what? That makes sense, which is on brand because tomorrow's 420. Oh, yeah, it is. Wow. We playing that, folks. We playing this. Yep. This oh, we should have done that. We, we did a St. Paddy's Day episode tomorrow's a couple years 420. ago. Tomorrow's 420. <laughs> wow, fuck. I am high. Good God. <laughs> I got really excited. I just looked. It's a 19. I was like, I tore 420. (laughs) It's 320. You're a a fucking (laughs) I did not even call you out or even like bother to fact check that. I just followed you blindly. You're just, you're so excited. You're so excited. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not that I've actually celebrated that in many, many a year, but. I I was so oblivious in university. One, one year I was taking um, like a summer course and 420. I just finished my last exam and I had to go pick up my packet for the summer, whatever. I forget what I was taking in the summer. Some sort of distant ed course. And I had to like go cut across Johnson's green. Yeah. And it was like literally a cloud of smoke. I had no idea. And like the next day I saw the newspaper. It's like, Oh, Johnson's green 420. I'm like, what? When did that happen? Yeah, <laughs> I literally walked like through it. Year. <laughs> That's at the university of Guelph for those that, uh, for the uninitiated. But, oh, yeah. uh, it is oh, yeah. it is quite known. Right. Uh, right. Johnson's Green is is like one of those buzz Buzzfeed like top ten university places to smoke weed on four twenty kind of thing. So it's yeah. uh, it's it's well known in the stoner community of Guelph, Ontario. <laughs> but uh, alas, it's just not not me apparently. Uh, this this high republic, you might need to uh, light up a little bit in order to get some kind of adult satisfaction out of it. But uh, but anyway, it got bumped up ahead mm-hmm. by a week. It was supposed to be on May the 4th. Mm. Got bumped up to April 26th, I think it is. So, Does that mean something else is coming out on May 4th? Well, I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. They've Why not, do they bump it? I've not seen anything like that. Let's speculate. I, I think know. we're getting a lot of trailers on May 4th. Yeah, maybe to like yeah. not take the attention Ahsoka. of that show onto there. I wonder if she'll say her name a bunch in the show. I am. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Dono. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in between her baths that she takes. So is that yeah. video you sent the other day, Pat? Conf- like that's an actual confirmed video. The cast is confirmed. I don't know. I tried to find. I've I've heard those rumors for a very long time, and it's like pretty much like a like yeah. a a, a root like a poorly kept secret is what I've taken it as. Like, yeah, but I don't think Disney is actually even declared Dis- by Disney. Yeah, Disney hasn't confirmed it, but I think that's pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah, I think we're going like, to see young. We're going to see Clone Wars Anakin, oof. and we're going to see some. Those. We're going to see some Vader. I think. I hope he's got those shoulder pads. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. But until Star Wars or uh, like Star Wars official Instagram account releases that like three by three um like kind of tic tac toe board of everyone's face, like new like mm. officially announced cast. I like, think we get a trailer did, before we get that. Did, is was so? that the same thing where they said that there's gonna be like a young Ahsoka as well that they cast? Yes, they right? casted yeah. a girl and, and the rumored casting looks exactly like Rosario Dawson. It was yeah. good casting. Like, it's spot on. Great yeah. casting. Yeah. Yeah. For, Ezra like, too, everything. Great hypothetical casting anyways. Because until, yes. like I said, until Star Wars announces it, I won't take it as canon. Just fun fodder. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. anyways. Poodoo. Poodoo. Speaking of not Poodoo, The Mandalorian this week? Ooh. Well. Well, y- yeah. Quarter, you guys, you a guys quarter of it wasn't. A quarter of it wasn't Poodoo. Let's discuss. <laughs> Let's discuss. I liked it. You know what was interesting? So the last time we talked about Mando, uh, after episode two, I believe, mm-hmm. um, we, we I think we kind of left that being like, we don't really, I, don't, I anyway, didn't really know where it was going. Like, I was actually mm-hmm. kind of satisfied. It's the first time I didn't, couldn't really, like, see some writing on the wall. 
Mm -hmm. I think episode three changed that a bit in terms of setting it up a little bit more. Maybe some of some of the stuff is unknown. Like we really don't know what Bo-Katan's motives are quite yet. Yeah. Like where she actually stands, what her like end game is. I don't think she wants to like kill Dindarin, but at the same time, she definitely wants that saber. She definitely is keeping seeing the Mythosaur to herself, Mm -hmm. which was interesting. Yeah. I think what I like too, what you like what you said about Bo-Katan is like you could interpret it both ways, and both ways make sense. Like, did she keep the Mythosar from Din because she's trying to hide it so that she can go tame it and rule Mandalore, or she generally like I don't know what the fuck I just saw. Um, could be nothing. Same with two at the very end. Like, is she a, is she a believer? Is she a believer? Because you know her whole her whole group has been destroyed. Her home has been destroyed. She's been on her own, sitting on depression throne for quite some time. And finally, she's found a family again. So maybe she is actually like, maybe I think she sees the mythosaur is like, oh, fuck, what do I do with this information? Asks him what he thinks. I don't really know. I don't I don't see anything. Okay, I'm gonna take some time to think this over. And then when she actually sees all the Mandalorians. Right. Mm -hmm. And meets the uh, armorer in some way. I think she's thinking. Aha. I get that Darksaber. I ride this thing. All these people will follow me. Exactly. Like kind all of got these, that. all these Mandalorians will follow me. She got that the, like is... tiered level of knowledge that you could see her placing together. It was, I think, it was brilliantly shot. I, I know we're only talking mm. about like the, the Din and Bo-Katan storylines. We'll kind of talk about that separately from what else, everything else that happened. But yeah. that, uh, that like those levels of information that you said, like she's kind of testing Din at first, like you said, like, well, are you sure you didn't see anything? I don't know what you see. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And then. She has that information in the back of her head, wondering what the fuck she should do. Then she go gets kind of, and is kind of like initiated, so to speak, into this group of followers, like high believers. And she's now like, I can bring Mandalore back. Like I can get these people to follow me. These mm-hmm. folks are these religious zealots that if they see me on top of the mythosaur with the dark saber and like rearing back she like will get a to fucking rewrite rock any type album. of code she wants yeah she'll be the leader they'll like, be like they'll bow to her this and... is the way will be her way if that happens right yeah i think that's what she's gaming and it was shot in that way that like her facial expression with the helmet on was very much like you could see her like piecing that together just with the body language i think it was brilliantly shot where it's just kind of like like that kind of steady still shot like as the episode is ending she's putting that together as everyone's saying, like mm-hmm. this is the way around her kind yeah. of thing. It's got like, ooh, she's 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 a scheming. She's she's got she's she's got the wheels a turning right now. And like you say, mm-hmm. Andy, you can kind of maybe forecast and guess a little bit. But the fun part is going to be how that plays out. How is yeah. she going to do that? How is she going to, you know, is she going to get the folks to turn against Mando? And Grogu's yeah, going to be there. Or does she want Mando to join her? Does she I know think, she can't actually th- get it off him, and she wants him to like rule with her? I, because she had the dark saber, she could have given, she could have kept it right when she rescued Din. I kind of think, in some ways, like original, she's like done with it. She she tried to have it; it was cursed. It like she lost everyone, and then now she went into the waters and she did get cleansed. I think she came out. She was out of the water, not a believer. Came out. She went in, saw the Mythosaur, which she thought was fake, was just legend, and saw that it was real, and kind of came out and is like pe- trying to decide where she is and where she's going and then her whole family's house was destroyed everything was destroyed and then she goes to this group and they welcome her in and she's like huh this is a fresh start everyone gives her uh, that that welcome teammate slap on the ass kind of a 
feel when you're running so the I, locker room. Honestly, she's like, I, could, I think it could go either way. It could be, you know, she's scheming or maybe she is actually a part of it. But then maybe Din's the one that realizes, I don't want to be part of this. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it could I, go either honestly, way. That's what I like I about it, right? I think the two of them, I, I'm, I think maybe even the two of them together don't want to be a part of it. And they have this opportunity to start things over their way. So part of that could yeah. be actually taking out some of like, like the armor or some of the players. That, yeah. But I, I, don't know. I guess that's, I didn't even think about the other players. That's an important thing. Cause I just remember too, that with the Vizsla fellow, he didn't look too thrilled about Bo-Katan. No. And he, he already tried to fight Mando for the, the dark saber. So yeah. there's that tension there too. And then we still don't really understand the intentions of the freaking armor. Like we don't, she seems a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That wacko attacking that giant crocodile a couple episodes ago with a, with a fucking Hammer. smithing tool <laughs> while blasters are doing Bing. nothing against it. Bing. Running with high knees through like, <laughs> you know, Here's a funny thing. I don't know water. about you guys. I, did you, I thought, I thought Mando got pulled into the water by the Mythosar. No. And then there were some memes going around like that. Oh, he was just such an idiot that his, he didn't realize that the weight of his armor would pull him down. I'm like, that's, that's not what really happened, but that is what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all I, was missing. I just, it would have been way better if he held up like a sign, like Wiley Coyote, saying like "Yikes!" and then <laughs> he just starts then drop. Down. Uh fuck my childish brain. But um, uh, but yeah, that's that that was very funny because you think, you know, how many times does shit get pulled under in Star Wars? You got in, yeah. It, like I thought it was like a cute little callback of some kind to like a Dianoga being in there, and then you see the yeah. Mythosaur, and you're wondering like, I don't remember having tentacles, but like, you know. What do we really know about the Mythosaur, uh, aside from the Legends shit? So. I think, and then before we jump into Dr. Pershing. Pershug? Pershing. Uh, I do, we have to comment on that dogfight. Was sick. Oh, like Mando God. and Bo-Katan. Well, she did that, that, that yeah, turn with her with the wing. I don't know what you call it, a J-turn or something. And she just went, whoosh, she turned right back around. Even the music they were playing. Like when he jumps <sighs> in and he like goes up, like it kicks into that like Mando like meow. Like every oh, time his so ship good. entered the scene, you got that. <laughs> and he did like the little like Batman yeah, 1989 move and stalled for a moment and then dropped back down. We should ask though, because Bo-Katan said, you know, she was surprised at the amount of Imperial ships there were. So she said, it's not yeah. just a regular warload. So who could that be? Obviously the rumors are our boy in blue. Uh-huh. Uh, Thrawn. But who else could it be? Is it Moff? I feel like Moff, they kind of kind of have to be careful bringing him back because otherwise it's just a repeat of season one and season two. Well, they're two, hinting right? at it and the First Order stuff. That's kind of what I meant is we're getting a little bit more of like where it's going, right? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it could be Thrawn. It might be an interesting way to set up Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, it's and a I mean, very like- subtle at the very end of the, just a fucking stinger right at the end of the season. Well, Gideon was like, mm. uh, was was he referred to as a warlord previously? Well, I think at that point, all all the Imperials that were still left over were considered warlords because the Empire was Good done. Ball. So there's just like little factions that had troops and had equipment. Yeah. They were still trying to control certain parts of the galaxy. And so that's what they were referring to, the Imperial warlords. So I guess he would have to be. Maybe he saw himself as still an extension of the Empire, but I guess he would still be a warlord. But who knows what really happened to him? That that's where we can, that's the, that, so those are some of the interesting things I did like about the Doctor Doctor Pershing's part. Yeah, and here's here's another little interesting thing how they and it, I only kind of clued in on this after rewatching 
the episode a second time. I sat in the exercise bike and yesterday and I was like, yeah, I'm going to rewatch a little couple chunks of that episode. And I, I fast forwarded through some bits. Um, but, and not out of like not enjoying it purely because I wasn't going to sit on the exercise bike for that long. Cause I'm a fatty. And don't, <laughs> want, don't want it's just cause I got tired. Okay. It was a long episode. If it was a 36 minute episode, maybe, but no, it was a 53 minute episode. Anyways. So they, they, I don't know, I they just drop a- you holding your phone on a motionless bike. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what are you doing? I'm exercising. <laughs> <laughs> no, it beeps if you don't keep pedaling. So I didn't want it to beep. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they, they, at the very beginning when they're on uh fucking uh, ex-imperial campus and these guys are out drinking and saying like, what do you miss about the Republic or the, the empire? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just get my dick sucked. Um, these, these guys are saying like, oh, what happened? Uh, oh, I didn't expect to see it on a Moff Gideon ship. Moff Gideon. Oh, I heard that he escaped on way to war tribunal. And then someone said, Oh, I heard you got a mind flare. And then I was like, Oh yeah. Like you got to see what the mind flare was at the, be- at the end of the, um, at the end yeah. of the episode. Right. Spoiler alert. Uh, so like, well, didn't someone say that that was like cover that he escaped to cover the fact that they used a mind flare? Yeah. It was something like that. Right. Where it's like, and then you get to see how deeply involved that, um, Oh, what was her name? Uh, Aliyah Kane. That's it. Aliyah Kane. Mm-hmm. You got to see like what kind of double, even maybe even triple agent that she is. I still don't really know it because she was in it a couple episodes and like full Imperial Regala saying like, "What do you got for me?" She was like, she, she was like Moff's right hand, yeah, lady. Yeah. Um, there's I, stuff I there's stuff I read online that the people are theorizing that she actually at the end of it is working for the emperor and snow like the snoke like the emperor See, yeah, cloning yeah. thing well, i think i think she's uh, i think she's just trying to wipe out pershing i think pershing is like a like a little trail like a little breadcrumb trail to palpatine yeah and she manipulated him to get him to go there so she could get the equipment that she needed and yeah. then at the last minute told the the republic that oh wait this Persian guy i know where he's going to be i think he's going to do this but all the leading up to it i don't think the republic was wise enough to orchestrate something like that i think it was all her i think all she told the republic was like hey i'm pretty sure this guy is going to do something bad i know where he's going to do it and then she took the cloning stuff and then she wiped his memory so that there's no evidence see i kind of thought of it as like Mm -hmm. that like she's done that before maybe but i don't think it's i think the republic is not wise enough to all that i think the republic is a little too distracted and not that's way too complicated and orchestrated i think she's doing that for herself because she wanted that equipment and she wanted to wipe out pershing i like that better than what i was thinking because i was thinking like this was her kind of role was like yeah testing new initiates to say like do you still have loyalties to the empire like would you still mm-hmm. break the rules yeah and follow like your old empire ways but i like the fact that like she's a tattletale she's just a snitch as opposed to mm-hmm. like like this was her. Yeah, role. they didn't. They didn't know that she did all that extra. I don't think. I don't think the the New Republic knew that she did all that extra legwork. I think all they know is like, hey, I know some guys doing some shady shit. Yeah. I can get you. Tell you where he's going to be. But um, and that's very. Just, you know what? It's very Thrawn esque. What this episode was in knowing, mm-hmm. you know, like in in my previous readings and lovings of Thrawn, like I'm wet over this guy because he's kind of like a reverse Sherlock Holmes. He's kind of like a Moriarty where he's like a master mm. criminal in a sense that he is one to 10 steps ahead of everyone else and can orchestrate these schemes masterfully and beautifully. And just like, 
like he knows exactly what to say and how to push people to get them to manipulate them into doing what he wants. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what this smacked of with her saying all of the right things, just gaslighting him into, you know, being, setting himself up to then flush his own ass down the toilet. And then mm-hmm. she just, you know, turns up the microwave and so blasts his here's, here's the other thing. What I'm what some people have heard speculate is if if the New Republic is trying to hide that they have a mind flare, did she do to Moff Gideon what she did to Pershing? Because Moff Gideon was also yeah. a breadcrumb. I think I like that idea. I like the idea, like maybe mm-hmm. if they do bring Moff Gideon back, that they, like there'll be this build up, like oh my god, he's back, but he's like fucked, like he's just like fried. He's like one floor because, over the cuckoo's nest, uh, Jack yeah. Nicholson, right? Where he's just like yeah. heads in a bandage and just drooling, and it's like a uh, uh, Batman Forever, <laughs> the end with the Riddler. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. I'm Batman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Thrawn. No, I'm Thrawn. Yeah. Uh, and then you get like a big guy walking through, throwing a drinking fountain through a window, and then running away yeah. into this into this sunset. I, I, I hope it's all this because, like, when I first initially watched it, I was like, "What? This is kind of dumb." But the more I thought about it, I was kind of intrigued. But I will say, it still felt a little too long for me. Like, I think they could have condensed it a bit more. Like, you know. I think because the struggle is too, because we don't really, I personally don't really care for Dr. Pershing. Like it's hard to kind of root for him. Like he's kind of, he's a wing. You know what I mean? Too. Cause like the whole episode, I'm like, are we supposed to want him to get his cloning equipment? Or are we supposed to be also upset that maybe he's going to be tempted by the, by her and the empire. So that tension there didn't quite work for me to like yeah. follow it along and be interested the whole time. But the little seeing uh Coruscant and kind of, learning about what, what happened to Moff Gideon. How, how shitty is the New Republic right now? It's just the same garbage. It's like yeah. as the Empire, but less organized. So Totally. And, and yeah. Brian, you, you made a that was point uh, previously as well when we were just kind of like post-episode breaking it down amongst ourselves was that why would they give this guy a platform right at the beginning of the episode? Why are yes. they letting yeah. this guy go on about this illegal technique that he's been doing Yeah, only to say like, you can't do it, bud. Like, why would you give him the platform? That's like, yeah, that's like a bunch of uh, liberals giving someone a platform for like why everyone should have a gun in their house. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like talking about the, the all the benefits. Of course, like there's, and I'm not saying there's benefits to guns. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> in my own personal opinion, well. <laughs> uh, depending on what they're for, maybe I don't. I'm just shut up, Pat. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Let's bring in the gun debate. Uh, yeah, exactly. Next week, we're talking about abortion. The South no. will rise again. <laughs> um, but uh, the the platform they gave him, the the yeah. voice that they gave him, the fact that the aristocracy was just so wet over him after that, too. They're just, like, gushing on him, saying, like, yes, you're an asset to this republic that we have here. Republic, empire, who gives a shit, really? It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you could... Well, yeah, and up. I guess the other thing I'm thinking about now that was kind of weird about that, too, was, you know, the way it starts off, it kind of almost implies that he's, like, a little bit of a celebrity, and they're, like, parading this potential of this new technology because the new republic is going to maybe use it. Right. So for him to go ask his parole officer, like, am I allowed to do this? Like, wouldn't he already kind of know at that point? Like, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, we want you to talk about what you used to do and all this work and how amazing this cloning was because we want to do it. You know, it just that part I found a little strange, to be honest. Yeah. And and then but then they like take him to that new job that he's doing where it's just like data entry. And then his his little supervisor says, you know, you're you're pretty high, high knowledge of a guy to be doing this kind of stuff my fun way of saying he's a smart guy to be too smart to be doing this shit but uh mm-hmm. on bendu day when the fuck did star yeah. wars get days of the week 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's five days of the week in Coruscant. I just Tong. looked that up. It's Tongs Day, Bendu Day, and some other Prime stuff. Day. Um, uh, shoot, I had them up here. Uh, they're gone now. Prime Day is one of them. Bendu Day, Tongs Day. Five days a week. Seven weeks in a month. 368 days a year. Yeah. What well, I liked about the episode was the uh, theater. The reuse of the theater. Yes, that was adorable. Mm-hmm. Like I noticed it right away and I watched some stuff online and people talking about it and basically like showing how essentially through all of the wars and all the different eras, like Coruscant was like kind of like one of the only places that was basically left in some, in some areas like untouched, mm-hmm. like didn't feel the impact. Like, and now it feels the impact of it in many other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like its infrastructure, but then I also read stuff online where like eventually like Coruscant was built over the old, old city. Like there was like a new city built over top of it. I don't know if that's actually mm-hmm. true or not, but I thought it was really cool just to see that theater and then see the person walk in to watch his Ted talk. And I could just picture Anakin walking in with like that weird light show. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it was yeah. just like super cool. Well, I think, did they say like some of the music was similar too? like, it, it was kind of played the, uh, the resistance, the, the March of the resistance from the sequels yeah, yeah, right. in the little Coruscant, uh, water garden park thing i thought that was cool that mountain seeing the tip of the mountain the I like idea that, that there is still a planet under there and i think i heard that they, they maybe showed it on clone wars or rebels or something before but obviously i'd never seen it so i thought that was pretty cool yeah yeah i still was- want them to show all the stuff with Coruscant. i still want them to show the old jedi temple because like everything i've read online and stuff before is that essentially the emperor made it his palisade like he essentially mm-hmm. took the jedi temple and just repurposed it Mm-hmm. as his palace and i would would have liked to have seen like is it just sort of got like police caution tape and like fences on it like <laughs> don't go in off limits like restricted area or have they you know repurposed it could be, it it could be like you know like in if you go in, uh, in germany they have like all these like reminders of like like jewish people they have like mm-hmm. plaques everywhere it could be like a similar kind of like anti-emperor emperor empire place like talking about yeah. all the atrocities or something like because that one the little driver was talking about like did you see the gardens and blah 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 and like mm-hmm. you know maybe there's other like historical places you can go visit like that's museums. what i would, what kind of wanted to see right is mm-hmm. and I, I i had this thought when we saw the trailer in grogu like in some way does grogu and mando end up at some point in this season on coruscant like does it kind of could come, be interesting does that it kind of come together and it's grogu being back on coruscant and maybe seeing the temple mm, that like PTSD. sends him like right back into this trauma moment right like reenactment essentially interesting well i think that'd be kind of cool i i saw speaking of the next episode um the few things we haven't seen yet are obviously that grogu flashback yeah and so we saw the mandalorians remember in the trailer mandalorians back on navarro mm-hmm. fighting Okay. And now you realize that they're fighting those pirates, right? That were oh, yeah. still there in, in episode one. So I'm guessing the Mandalorians isn't them attacking Navarro with Din protecting it. Navarro. They're rescuing Navarro. So maybe, so I heard some speculation that like that flat in the moment of the battle is when Grogu has a it flashback has because the episode apparently is called The Foundling and it's directed by Dave Filoni. Uh, no, next episode is directed by uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah, well, written, I mean, written by Filoni. Oh, yes, written by Filoni. Yes, yes, yes. But um, by, uh, yeah, right. that, so that means action heavy then. Because if the you one see that, a bunch of blasters coming, that could just be his, like, yeah, that could be his moment yeah. too. Either way, I just want to see, I want to see more of what that scene unveils. I'm super mm-hmm. curious if 
Deborah Chow, Filoni, Favreau got together when they were making Obi-Wan and had Hayden Christensen while he was filming Obi-Wan and order 66 scenes, have him film something for maybe. Maybe it seems like a waste if they didn't. Yeah, really. Right. And if they did that, it would be a beautiful way to be like, no one to see it coming Mm because he was just filming Obi-Wan. Something I've noticed as well about this. Did they film this primarily on the volume stage? They did. They did, yeah, but it looks better. It does. It doesn't reason. feel like it nearly as much because we commented on that on yeah. Obi Wan, saying like how the last, like how Book of Boba Fett, even the last season of Mando, just felt a little bit too volume esque, where you're just like you kind of feel I it. Didn't, but I'm, I'm getting I didn't more of a sense feel of size the volume with Obi Wan as much, maybe as some of you. Like I did There's, in I did in a couple scenes, like the scene where they rush, where they're held up, like in Episode Five of Obi Wan, where they yeah, rush the, the doors and he gate, talks. Yeah. And they talk, they talk between the gate, Obi-Wan and Reva. That for mm-hmm. sure felt very volumey. Same with the fight with Vader. There was a moment there where you could almost like picture the volume. Yeah, the, fir- the first fight I felt. Yeah. Because it just yeah, felt yeah. like they were running in circles. It didn't really feel like a big expansive place. Like yeah. It felt really, really claustrophobic. Yeah. But like some of it felt decent. But yeah, I agree with you. You could, t- you could tell more in certain times mm-hmm. in that show. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you do this, Mando is relying on more scenes with them, like not two people in a room. It's kind of like there's like the dog fight. There's like, you know, lots more like outside kind of stuff happening. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Some, yeah, some, yeah. Shots that require a grander scale. And even the animation that they're doing, like the computer animation between like the dog fights, like when you see Mando burning away, it's his little cockpit selfie view. But in the background, yes. in like with a blur, you see the pieces of the TIE Interceptor just fall yeah. into the water. Mm, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Good. Masterful. So good. So good. Even with that like lens blare or lens uh, focus kind of thing. I was just like slightly out of focus. And you see all the you th- burning rubble wreckage. Sorry. Do you think, do you think they'll like, because I know we've talked about this before, like Ahsoka, um, Mando, Boba Fett, all the stuff that they're building within the same timeline, eventually kind of leading to one big thing. I think it's Thrawn. Yeah. Do you th- yeah. But do you think that's theatrical release? I hope so. That would be good. Here, here's my, here's my, my fan fiction hope, which I don't know if it is. And I think I've kind of pitched this before is that Palpatine did have his plan to clone himself, but he didn't follow through with it. Things kind of got fucked up because he, you know, whatever something happened, but the, 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 the blueprint was there and Thrawn in, in amongst all his, like getting zapped away by the purgles, ends up in the outer rim or whatever and kind of discovers this plan in place and realizes the key to getting the empire back together is he needs some sort of symbol, some sort of symbol to connect people to follow. So he wants to bring Palpatine back so he can control him thinking this is going to bring new, the new Republic or whatever, all this or not. There is, what do they call it? For first, first order. order, first order together. So it's actually Thrawn that brings back Palpatine thinking that he can control him and thinking that it's going to be a great symbol. But what he doesn't suspect, doesn't realize is that Palpatine's, you know, force powers or his consciousness, once it takes over, it's like, fuck you <laughs> and kills him and then takes over. Um, but I really like the idea that it wasn't like this insane, insanely complicated master plan that Th- Palpatine had from the very beginning. It was more something he wanted to do, but kind of couldn't quite finish, couldn't mm-hmm. quite do it. And then it's, you know, Thrawn that kind of pieces it together and brings him back. That would be more cool, like if Thrawn was the one to actually search for like remnants of yes. the Emperor. Yes, because he 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 recognizes that no one's going to follow him the same way that they follow Palpatine. And like, he somehow, needs that. that would make more sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's my hope. Well, like well, That's my hope is because people, I think a lot of people complain that Thrawn wasn't the main baddie of the sequel trilogy because they're like, why would you Thrawn such a better, why would you waste it? So if you make yeah. Thrawn actually the one who planned it all, because that makes more sense for Thrawn. Thrawn's a lot more technical, a lot more smart. Where Palpatine is methodical, but also made a lot of mistakes. Well, and here, here's how that solves Just this pure, Rise of Skywalker like, problem ego. with Exegol. Like, yeah. that, that's like an extra galactic, like a very, very far away planet, right? Like the Pergils yes. could theoretically blast them there, take them to Exegol. Yeah. That's how he, with the cloning technology that he has, that's how he gets so many workers to create and amass all of these Star Destroyers. Because each Star Destroyer needs like a couple thousand people to yeah. man it, right? So like, once they're all cloned, trained, brought up, and that time frame of what, like 20 years we're mm-hmm. looking at? 30 years after uh, Return of the Jedi is when... um which would take us around 20 years now or so after the events of what Mandalorian is currently in. Like, like if, if Thrawn at this time, who theoretically has already been on Exegol, if this is where it's all going for about 10 years, starting to amass all that shit, you can kind of maybe, maybe this Ahsoka series explores that. And the world between worlds is kind of what like gives Ahsoka that kind of view into this, this world and maybe yeah maybe even maybe ezra. she sees it happening that's how she even knows that it's happening she knows where ezra is and she knows what thron's doing because okay. of the world between worlds just had a little spark here right at the beginning of uh this previous episode of mando pershog is talking about taking genetic material from the and you can take the best of two hosts mm-hmm. right right and so maybe ezra is a guy like on a, like on a cross essentially getting his dna milked out of him into mm-hmm whatever remnants they have from DNA of the emperor. And Mm -hmm. uh, because theoretically in the legends era shit, you couldn't have a force sensitive clone or uh, there was something, some kind of prevention for force sensitivity within clones themselves. Um, So maybe, maybe that's what they're alluding to and that they're starting to do a lot of that. And then Ahsoka's mission essentially is to rescue Ezra. But by then the the like they already got enough DNA to continue this master plan and getting, Emperor mm. cloned up and, and sent away. Okay. Okay. The sequels are starting to illuminate a little yeah. bit more for me. That'd now. be more interesting. It'd That'd be more I also interesting think um, we're going to get some Hayden Christensen force ghost talking to us. That'd be nice. That'd be lovely. Yeah. That would be. That would so be I think great. we'll get Clone Wars flashbacks. I think we may even see like some minor Vader stuff. Um, but I think it's going to be Christensen and force ghost. That's a lot talking to her. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. How sweet would it be to see you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen just talking to Ahsoka as Force Ghosts? Bickering with each other like they did in Clone Wars era. And uh, her just being like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> I would love to fucking, even just like 30 seconds of it, just to see it. She's like, I'm finally, action. finally is able to connect with her Force Ghosts and then immediately regrets it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys, shut up. shit to do. Yeah. Oh, my God. How do they hang up? What's the other thing? I wonder how they hang up. Because like, what if you're just sitting there like, dude, I have shit to do. Can you fuck off? Like, we talked. Like, Hayden, fuck, go away. <laughs> like, remember those those memes for a while where it was like Jesus, like like on someone's shoulders? Like, Jesus, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus take the wheel is actually extraordinarily dangerous because at no point in his life would he have enter, ever encountered a car or know how to operate a motor vehicle. no idea what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. That would be very, very nice. Here, here's one thing I want to ask you. 
Because I, there's another theory, but look, off topic. So, Eliakane, is her name Eliakane? Eliakane is, is her name, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, the other speculation is that she's actually trying to um, convert Pershing to join her by doing all this shit to make it seem like uh, the New Republic is just as bad as the Empire, that the New Republic screwed him over, that the New Republic also fucked up his brain and tortured him so that he'll be like radicalized to want to fight against it. And that this is all like kind of like her testing him. Maybe that seems a little too complicated. I kind of like the idea that she's just doing her own thing, trying to cover her own tracks and manipulated him herself, but using the new Republic as like her cover to do it. Yeah. Either way, those would be good. uh, Yeah. Either storyline there, I'd be just fine with, I mean, we all know us and our theories and, Likely none of this will be true. usually wrong. Usually and it'll wrong. Still be somehow he returns, but... <laughs> and then somehow we get disappointed because <laughs> this imaginary storyline, which somehow Disney didn't figure out on their own. Yeah, we're falling in love with <laughs> idiots. Yeah, geez. Jesus Christ! Why didn't they read my brain? Why didn't they bring us in on this? Come on, Filoni and gang. But I got, I got. Okay, I got one last little wish. I guess you could say for us. So, anyways, very early in the episode, we heard. A little green friend of ours. Say, this is the way. Did we actually hear that? I think he tried to. Yeah, he kind of like, oil can kind of. I saw the vid. I saw, yeah, yeah. Continue. Now there's, I've I've also, like right after I kind of heard that little voice and like a a flipping through Instagram, like, did we just hear Grogu talk? Heard that. Not like a couple of slides later was was my inspiration for who should voice Grogu in... (laughs) When he gives starts giving dialogue, it's me, me, no, not me, not Howie Mandel, no, 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 not not Robert Downey Jr., not Idris Elba, not, not these these, uh, these amazing. Ones. I got it. No, it, it's it's a very it's a very prominent internet Instagram figure right now. Are you ready? Hasbula. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> Hasbula should voice Grogu. Uh, can he, I don't think he can speak English. Barely, but hey, you give him enough. Neither like, can Grogu. <laughs> I give him enough money, and just like repeat after me, this is the way. Like ah yes, Hasbula. I don't think it'll happen. I doubt it'll happen. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> Another way. Every time I see Hasbula and I see him out like doing all this crazy shit because he's always at UFC fights, always doing all this. Cra- I'm just like. There's parties where he's at and he's doing blow and hooking up with hookers. I know it. Oh, it's just good. to walk into the room and be be a part of that. Be like, how old uh, is he? He's like twenty. Yeah, I think he's twenty twenty one. Yeah, but he you know obviously looks like a toddler. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> living his best life. He's just making yeah. it happen. They get it like he's always at UFC fights. Like he's got like a special little chair. They prop him up and he's like there. He does all this like promo stuff for them. And then there's a bunch of like Russian fighters who like take him around to their training camps. And yeah. Oh, he's he's with the Nelk boys right now. Good and hard. Those those Canadian rap scallions that uh, have taken him under their wing. They introduced him to Mickey Mouse at Disney World or Disneyland. (laughs) I don't know what it was, but they're having a lot of fun. They're having a lot of fun. And Hasbill is living his best life. I don't think he needs to voice Grogu. To, make, to continue to make money, but if he did, like that, that shoe fits, in my opinion. Or just throw some makeup on, on him and just make him like a character. Just make him a fucking Jawa or some shit. <laughs> Keep talking about j- hairy Jawas and like, what do they look under the hood? It's just how it's below with a beard. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, anyway, Asbula should be the voice of Grogu, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Alas, anywho, 
Uh, anything else today, gentlemen? Any other little wild theory? We did good for theories today. We haven't really good. been too like. The other I thing is the- Hondo. Hondo. People are talking about Hondo. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Personally, I think he's like very much like a. I don't know if he really works less. You know what I mean? He's kind of too little. Too, he seemed perfect for animation to me. Yeah. Also, he'd be like 100 at that point. <laughs> yeah. Who knows how his species ages, though? You know, they. they I was hoping that. to see Mace Windu living in the uh, remnants of the Imperial Starship. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for a purple lightsaber to light up. I just, just he's all grizzled, just like giving himself a bath and a garbage bill. He's just, I'm like, trying little, to have a bath here. He's just having a little fire, and he's just like eating out of a can. He's just like no, he's missing an eye, like just all kinds of shit. As soon as he ignites that purple lightsaber, it like sputters to life, like takes a couple of goes. That'd be fucking sweet. Oh, I am very excited for Jedi Survivor coming out end of April. Oh yes, mm-hmm. should be should have been playing it this weekend. Alas, they delayed it March because 17th they claim was the they're making it better and making the taking all the glitches out. It's like no, you know, people are watching other shit. There's a lot going on. We're going to Easter. You're maximizing the time in which you want to sell it. So, say la vie. But another month. Yeah, we can wait. We can wait. I can wait. That's fine. But I've waited longer for other things. I know. Don't I know it? Wink. Mm. Don't know what that meant. Anyways, uh, check us out on Instagram for steak. What was that? What? What? (laughs) And blowjob. Oh yeah, yeah. We we missed our steak and blowjob day. Well, we didn't as a group. We didn't as a group, but we didn't record it though. We didn't record it. I mean, I, I. no one got the memo in my house, but anyways. Ah, alas, check us out on Instagram for more fun news. Uh, I, I post little updates and little little rumors here and there. I throw them on there every once in a while. So give us a check out on there at Good Morning Alderaan. Um, send us a DM as well. Let us know uh, if there's anything you want us to deep dive into or check out or if there's any corrections or anything where you say like, hey, Pat, that's whack you guys are idiots uh correct me please correct us we're more than we're, we're more than receptive to positive and even negative feedback any feedback any attention is good <laughs> on behalf of my very handsome co-hosts andy and ryan just want to say thanks for listening and hey always be a jedi in the streets i sit in the sheets we gotta figure out any exit line this is getting old i like it you okay, gotta you gotta keep it you gotta keep it sit in the sheets yeah Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.